This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad. about to kick off in the CFL. Blue Jays lost this afternoon 6-1 to Baltimore. The scoreboard update courtesy Cougar Paint and Collision. Our family helping your family for 40 years. Elks back at it one week from tonight against Winnipeg at Commonwealth. 5.30 for the countdown to kickoff game at 7. You know the story with the Elks. We've been talking about them uh, a lot. Uh, well, we've had to. There's been a lot going on. Most of it, not good. But uh, expected to be back at practice tomorrow. So uh, we should have some updates for you on this very program tomorrow night. 780-496-0063 if you want to get in touch. Jeff Jackson is now the CEO of Hockey Operations for the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. He also uh, spoke with Bob Stoffer earlier today on an extended edition of Oilers Now. And he uh, commented on uh, being able to observe the Oilers a lot in recent seasons. Yeah, I mean, I, I've watched every game since he came into the league, and, and you know, we've had other clients here, um, having Bush here, um, having now Connor Brown joining the team, who was who a client. Um, but yeah, I, I know this team. I spent a lot of time talking with Bob, with Peter, prior to, to, um, to Kenny. Kenny and I have had a great thing. It's kind of funny. We were talking today. We started our relationship when Kenny was hired. That's when Connor had his knee injury and Kenny didn't really know how bad the knee injury was when he took the job and then we had to work together through the whole summer with the with the Oilers training staff and with Mark Lindsay and, and the crew that he had put together with Gary Roberts and a fantastic group in, in Toronto but like Kenny and I talked a lot that summer where we wouldn't have normally done that and it kind of solidified our relationship and then we just kind of built on it from there. Well, yeah, clearly he pays close attention to the Oilers because of uh, being Connor McDavid's agent. And, yes, he represents a lot of clients, and he, he treats them all well. But some, some guys are a little more important than others in the uh, in the grand scheme of things. And Jackson also says uh, that he feels he's stepping into the organization at a time uh, when they got a, a pretty mature group of players. The maturity of all those players, whether they have families or they're getting married or they're married or they've just been here for a long time, contributes to um, the team maturity. And, and Connor, Leon, all the guys, Nursey, um, Nudge, they all they all have a, their own leadership skills, and they just continue to you know build on that every year. Um, I think if you look at great teams, whether it's hockey or basketball, it's the Oilers in the '80s or it's the uh, Bulls, you know, in the '90s. It took them a long time to get to the point where they were cohesive and they were uh, um, like a unit that worked together and like were in sync on everything. And I think the Oilers are they're at or approaching that level, and I, they're going to continue to get better. I think adding Connor Brown, who happened to be a client myself, but I know the I know the kid's character. I think that's a great addition that Kenny made. Um, he'll contribute to the leadership. Um, hates to lose, just like all these other guys. So I think that the team's in a good spot that way. All right. So the, the way I look at this is, now, now we're sitting here August 3rd, 2023. This was officially Jackson's first day on the job. I think 
continuing a, a strong relationship with Connor McDavid. Very important to having one with Dreisaitl, making sure they're happy, they're comfortable, they're going to stick around. I think that's important for Jeff Jackson. And then also we have the, the president of hockey operations and the GM, Ken Holland, going into the final year of his contract. I mean, we've talked a lot about uh, the Oilers being in win-now mode, especially with Ken Holland, given his age, given the final year of his deal. What did he say a couple months ago? I don't invest in green bananas. He wants to go after it. He wants to get one more cup to add to the ones he got in uh, in Detroit. And Holland was asked if this hiring changes uh, his, his desire to re- possibly retire next summer. Well, I, I have tremendous respect for uh, for Jeff, and I'm excited about this upcoming year. I'm excited about uh, building a relationship with Jeff. I'm excited about the team. I'll worry about my future. Uh, you know, down down the road for me, it's all about um, this team and this year, and then we'll we'll assess. And uh, again, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited. Jeff and I have talked a lot. Like I said, over the last few years, um, I'm excited to work with Jeff and. Uh, um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. There are things that I have a lot of energy. I have a lot of passion. Um, uh, but I have other things too that are in life. So I got to I got to sort all that thing as 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 the as the year wears on. Right now, I'm focused on trying to have the Edmonton Oilers have the very best year that we can, and then we'll I'll make some decisions down the road. Yeah, we obviously didn't expect him to commit to anything today, but I, I do think that's a storyline and another reason that Jackson was brought in. He knows a lot of people in the hockey world. He's been connected. He's been an agent. He's been talking to a lot of managers in that capacity over the last decade plus so and he knows what the orders have internally as well so uh so there you go that is something else though to keep in mind because a, a year from now or so we could be having a, a big press conference for a new gm of the edmonton Oilers. 780-496-0063 kellen what do we have mm-hmm. cliff from busby texts in and says reed please ease my confusion how is Je- jeff jackson's role differ from ken holland who does what does holland now report to jackson yes uh, so I will. I can even read that to you. Uh, so here it is Jackson will Jackson reports directly to the owner. Okay. So Ken Holland is the president of hockey operations and GM of the Edmonton Oilers. He reports to Jackson. So he's so you got Jackson sliding in here above Holland. Mm-hmm. Hall uh, Jackson is, and I'm taking this right out of the press release, I have it with me right now, Jackson will oversee all aspect of Oilers Entertainment Group, NHL, AHL, and WHL hockey operations. So he's the overseer of the Oilers, Oil Kings, uh, and Condors. Holland is the GM of the Oilers. So this is a a high-level role Holland and and his people, you know, Bill Scott, Brad Holland, Keith Gretzky, whoever, they're dealing with the player personnel and negotiating the contracts. Jackson is above that. Hopefully that eases confusion. Mm-hmm. That's that's what that's what they've done here. Controversy Hal texts in and says, JJ equals good times, dynamite. My take on Jeff Jackson with the Oilers. <laughs> that, that is a reference I was not expecting. Yes. 
Thank you, Controversy Hal, <laughs> who we enjoy That's, hearing from. He's funny. There we go. Uh, Mike texts in and says, Reed, it seems to me this move was made specifically to keep Connor McDavid from leaving. Uh, we already know McDavid is loyal, and Jeff Jackson is just another person he can stay loyal to by staying in Edmonton. I'm more worried on how they will pay Dreisaitl in a couple of years. That's from Mike. Well, sure. That And here's the, here's the story with Dreisaitl is... You know, you can sign a player to an extension once he has less than a year left on his contract, right? So uh, I, I would assume they would try to lock up Drysettle to an extension next summer so it doesn't drag into the season with him being on the final year of his deal because then you start getting all the concerns about, okay, if you don't sign him, does he leave as a free agent? Do you get nothing? Do you have to trade him so you get something if he isn't signed? All that type of stuff. Uh, Leon Dreisettle is obviously going to get a huge raise if he wants it. <laughs> I mean, I know it would be great if everybody took a hometown discount so they can keep playing together. I, I don't know how realistic. I mean, who knows what they're thinking. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily bank on that. The cap will be going up. Uh, but Dreisettle, I mean, could his salary double close to it? Maybe, well, maybe not quite double, but it's going to go up significantly. And then Connor McDavid uh, <laughs> is going to be due a raise. Uh, down the road as well, but yeah, I mean, this here's the thing. This did the Oilers make the did OEG Daryl Cates make this hire specifically? Okay, if we do this, Connor McDavid will never leave. I don't. I don't think that was the only thing. I I think they respect Jeff Jackson. I think they can do he can do a good job in a lot of areas, but that relationship doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were also talking about, uh, at the beginning of the show, the times where we're watching our favorite sports teams, or it could be our nation in international competition, that stuff. And when we know we have it, and how that time ticks down. Right, and... savoring of a victory before the end of the game of the race. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sean texts in on that and says, he was at the Oilers game where they put the e-bug goalie in. Uh, game was over, but made that last couple of minutes super exciting to watch the kid finish the game off. That was Matt Berlin. That was against Chicago. Oh, man, I can't remember the exact date. Was it early February? No, January. It was, okay. The Late se- January. The seasons, I know it was in the second half of the year. The season's a bit of a blur to me after a while. Well, that was because, wasn't it a 6-1 game? It was out of hand. And Berlin went in for uh, about four minutes and did get credited with a save, mm-hmm. which was kind of neat. That was sort of a different way to, to savor the victory. Yeah, U of A goaltender. And so what was it? Uh, I think Skinner was ill. Mm-hmm. And so Campbell played. Mm-hmm. And then Berlin was there, lopsided game, and the players on the bench were thinking, okay, let's let's put the kid in, get him into an NHL game. Mm-hmm. Wesley texts in and says, Daryl Cates has shown for years he has an unlimited budget for front office staff, and now he's finally spending that money wisely. Jackson is plugged in around the league and at a variety of different levels. I felt the Oilers were often a step behind the league in trends. I think Jackson will put them at the forefront. That's from Wesley. Yeah, I mean, we've heard that criticism over the years, right? Uh, especially when the Oilers were, were really bad or, or were struggling to improve or it seemed like they were never improving. Are they hiring the right people? Are they hiring cutting-edge people? Are they hiring progressive people? We're not in that phase right now. I know the Oilers have not won a Stanley Cup in, in the last couple of years, but they have been in the playoffs. They have been a very, very good team. So we're not talking about someone coming in. You got to fix it. You got to get us out of 30th. You know, can you actually make a good move or two? No, we're talking about steadying, holding, and and then taking the last couple of steps to get to the Stanley Cup. So, the, the I mean, here's the thing. The 
the pressure was on other GMs to like, hey guys, like we're a bottom feeder franchise. You got to get us out of that. That's not the situation for Jackson and, and the Oilers. I think he's coming in to add some stability, to add some experience. And as I said, relationships with McDavid, knowledge, connections when it comes to possibly hiring the next general manager. I think that all factors in. We got one from the bug. The bug texts in Just and asks. the bug, eh? The bug. Okay. There we go. <laughs> uh, texts in and says, was Jackson involved with the recent Ryan McLeod deal? No. So here's the thing. In general, he's not going to be negotiating contracts. And he said that today. That's still Holland, Bill Scott, Brad, like who's ever handling that. So he's not a... He's not going to be hands-on so much in the players in that regard. Like, let's go... I mean, sure, he's going to be involved in discussions, but he's he's not the GM of the Oilers. So, no, he wouldn't have been involved in the cloud discussions. He would have been involved in... Well, no, he said that that's going to Dave Gagne now because Bouchard's one of his clients right. as well. So, But he's no longer an agent. And, uh, no, he wasn't involved... Because uh, this, was, this was his first day with OEG, officially was today. Day one, yes. So there we go. Uh, what else we got here? We got Ethan texting in. Ethan says, it's too late to stop Holland from overspending on Darnell Nurse, Jack Campbell, uh, Yanmark, McLeod, and even Zach Cassian. Jackson or someone like him should have been brought in years ago. The Oilers aren't in cap hell because of Connor and Leon. It's because Holland has doled out too much money to average or below average players. That's from Ethan. Okay. Well, Okay. There's a couple names in there that I know are going to get dumped on no matter what. I'm not going to go. Ken Holland has not done a perfect job as general manager of the Oilers. I think there has been more positive than negative along the way, and I think uh, the results on the ice prove that. 780-496-0063. Jack Michaels is coming up a little bit later on. It's Inside Sports on Chet. And you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chet. That is some classic Def Leppard. Is that Let It Go? It is. First track on High and Dry, 1981. Mm-hmm. I was seven. I was not yet into Def Leppard. I got into that one retroactively. I see what you Retroactive, mean. 1995. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunch of B-sides and unreleased tracks. Mm-hmm. And two steps behind. Probably, not probably, my least favorite of all their popular songs. Really? I don't think it's that great. Mm. It's just kind of a plodding song, isn't it? Is it really that good? Yeah, well, it follows the formula from that era of what hair bands yeah, were doing. I don't know. So. <laughs> By the way, speaking of uh, musical stars, have you heard of this Taylor Swift young I, I lady? I heard she has some gigs coming up here in Canada. She's well, coming in to Canada. Toronto, Six shows in Canada, all in one city. Mm-hmm. All in Toronto, I believe in November. Mm-hmm. So I think second and third week of November. I uh, I have some colleagues um, who are huge Taylor Swift fans. Mm-hmm. Sur- surprise, surprise, they are, are women in their late 20s. I'm not saying that's the only demographic that likes Taylor Swift, but that seems to be this the real Swifty wheelhouse. That's yes. what you call them, Swifties. Did you know that? Yes. <laughs> You're like, of course I do that, Reed. Who doesn't know that? I didn't know that till a few weeks ago. I mean, every fan base has like its own pet name for, you know, whoever, right? So, it's, what it's, are fans of Inside Sports called? All fourteen canned of them. hammers. What's that? Canned hammers. The canned hammers. 
I was surprised Ken we Hampshire. were getting some texts about Ken Hampshire's on uh, Oilers Now today when I was on with Bob. Bob wasn't really aware. Oh, of and Ender coming in tonight too. If you want, if you well, want we owe has has Roadhammer written in? We owe Roadhammer a shirt. He we is do. The, yes. He is the champion, and he has written in. I'm just okay, loading Roadhammer it up right now. Roadhammer has to get a shirt. Okay, he so is this the, is what he this is what he's written tonight. Read. So this this came in literally a few minutes ago via. Um, you know, text pelican or whatever these things come in at. Yes. Um, just a lifetime ham canner <laughs> here looking to get me one of those awesome canned ham t-shirts. I am the slaw heavyweight champion. Does that qualify me yes, for one? Yes, he gets one. So there we go. So yes. but you have to come to the station and get it at some So, so Kellen will get your info, yeah. your shirt size, and uh, then someday you can come. I got to email him something and then he signs it and brings it in. So. Or do they have to do a digital... It's yeah. very complicated to win something they get, from a radio station. They get station. a QR code now. Some night I should just drive down Jasper Avenue and throw out shirts. How confused <laughs> would people be if that was happening? No, we need to do what I'd every other professional sports club has done. Invest in a t-shirt cannon. I I'd keep pro- telling people this. <laughs> yes, that would probably be even more likely for, to get arrested. Driving down, because you have a pickup truck, right? I do, yes. So I could stand in the back of the truck with the t-shirt gun. We go down Jasper Ave. Mm-hmm. And I fire shirts out of the gun to pedestrians on Jasper Ave. We could blur to Jeff Leppard out of the that stereo. That sounds though. fun. To police, that sounds like an arrest waiting to happen. Not mm, during the playoffs. <laughs> We're just waiting until playoff time to you do just it. Just see the headlines. Edmonton sports radio duo <laughs> arrested. We're just trying to give away shirts, they said innocently. <laughs> Yeah, launching things uh, with what do, could we, be considered an illegal firearm. We, I can't imagine what would, what we, would go wrong. We do get a lot of ideas on this show. Mm-hmm. Not all of them good. Anyway, uh, yeah, we love giving out shirts. Anybody? What else is coming in? Anything? Yeah, uh, we got a, Okay, so this already. is another potential uh, canned ham t-shirt uh, submission here. This is from uh, Dan. He's texted in and says, Reed, I was cutting the glass with my earphones in listening to the show. Lo and behold, I hit the roof, root of this tree. I always go around for the last 10 years. Maybe I'll take the earphones out. It's my first time doing this. Mind you, I do have a couple of beers in me. Love the show. Going to sharpen my lawnmower blade. Sorry, was he cutting the grass with a, a walking mower or a riding mower? It appears to be a riding mower. He definitely gets a shirt. Mm-hmm. He definitely gets a shirt. If he's if he's loyal enough to the show to listen while he's doing yard work, especially grass cutting. Now, some might argue the sound of a mower is more comforting than this show. But yeah, but that's a little loud. That's pretty. At cool. least with us, you can control. I the always found uh, growing up north of Evansburg, we had a, a fair bit of. Gr- I don't know how much grass we had to cut, mm. but usually uh, through junior high and high school, and then sometimes when I was home in university, uh, I would do the riding mower, which probably mm-hmm. took about ninety minutes. And my dad liked to do the walking mower just around the trees, and then the the trimming, you know, around the trees or along the edges or whatever and i mm. i always found the riding mower to be almost zen like like just a peaceful nice little you know you're doing something there's mm. order to it you get something accomplished when you're finished that you can visibly sort of look at and say okay i i, I helped i did that mm-hmm. and then just on the mower just sort of just processing your thoughts yeah i wouldn't know because we lived in the city my entire life so we would always just have the push mowers or didn't have a yard right, doesn't take as, wouldn't take as long yeah mm-hmm. i always enjoyed uh i always enjoyed cutting the grass hmm. 
Now I have no yard. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> so now I have Funny nothing to work. bring me comfort. All right. 780-496-0063. Uh, this is Inside Sports if you're just tuning in, but we tend to meander to other topics as well. You have heard a lot from Jeff Jackson tonight, new CEO of Hockey Operations for the Oilers. You can get more on uh, him as well on 630shed.com, globalnews.ca. Winnipeg got a long bomb touchdown. So they, uh, BC, after shutting out Edmonton last week, has actually been scored on and remember when they went into uh, Winnipeg a few week, uh, weeks ago they only gave up six points well Winnipeg off to a good start in this one uh, with that one they just got another one with a 14 nothing lead the game is only six and a half minutes old so the Lions in a big hole there Jack Michaels is up next it's Inside Sports on Chad